All right, everyone, welcome to the Operations Mastery Podcast. I'm Nick. I am here with Reagan and Karen. They lead Canasite, which does incredible websites for different brands, and we're excited to have them on today. Thanks for having us, Nick. Awesome. Um, So does one of you want to lead us off on what you guys do, exact services, and the types of niches you you serve? Sure. Um, We essentially... um, try to provide very fast and simplified website design to our clients. And we charge a one-time flat rate, don't hold them hostage. And we also train our clients on how to maintain their website um, so that we can, you know, we want to empower them so that they can take hold of their digital marketing if they want. I mean, we're there for hosting and maintenance if they if they want us and for questions and support, but we don't obligate our clients to pay us more money um, after after launch. And then we also supplement their marketing with SEO campaigns and email marketing and copywriting for all of that. Awesome. And who who do you serve typically? Um, well, the majority, vast majority of our business is in cannabis. And that's full spectrum of the cannabis industry. So a lot of plant touching um, companies, dispensaries, ancillary, um, kind of runs the gamut. And then uh, the other five, 10% is outside cannabis. And, you know, we were a women owned and operated company. And so we love working with other women. That said, we also build construction websites and electrician websites, church websites, and we do a lot of nonprofit um, websites as well and pro bono work. That's awesome. And what's unique about working with the cannabis space and those types of clients? I know that they market a bit differently from others. Yeah, there's um, all the rules and regulations or lack of regulations. Um, and just, you know, feels like your hands are tied in every direction you move. Um, a lot of our clients found themselves to um, have a website on the wrong platform. Uh, that's not cannabis friendly. And so they get shut down. So we're moving a lot of clients that are already established and have websites from one platform to another. And they don't have, they can't afford to be down and not have a website for months and months and months. And then um, we work with, oh, you were, you asked about problems. Um, And then that's it, you know, payment processing platforms, uh, are a lot of it. And then also content or the copy rather, you can't make any claims. And then each state has different rules and laws about it. And so you just have to um, stay up on all the changes that are happening every day. Yeah. yeah what- that and, and the limitations of traditional marketing avenues, like ads, um, you know, cannabis cannot, um, use Google ads yet, cannot use Facebook ads, cannot use Instagram, et cetera. So um, they need to have a stronger website that performs well um, in the search results since that's their um, main form of marketing. Yeah, is, is SEO so important? That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And you mentioned the right platform that doesn't get shut down. What what platform are you referring to? 
Yeah, well, we're, we're WordPress pros and with WordPress, because it's open source, you own your website and you can really put whatever you want on it. Um, the issue is getting a payment processor to, uh, you know, approve your the content on your website. But we also do some websites on Squarespace, but mainly for cannabis, we highly encourage everybody to go with WordPress. And then there's a little bit of Shopify work too, but those are the only three platforms that we work on. And yeah, you have to get a compliant merchant and you know, Shopify and Squarespace have limitations on the merchants you can use. So they don't have... Um, the ability uh, to take a, a high risk merchant. They want, you know, particularly Squarespace wants to um, use PayPal or Square or Stripe, you know, the three big ones and they're not cannabis friendly yet. And you mentioned having to get like merchants approved and things like that. I imagine some clients take payments on the site, but others don't. How do you, I guess, help them get approved or, you know, make it work? Well yeah, good question. We have a lot of strategic partners out there. And so we have great relationships with a lot of payment processors. And some of them, you know, they're not all the same. Some of them will approve CBD and hemp only. Some of them you can do cannabis CBD and hemp. And some of them will approve psilocybin or, you know, a variety of mushrooms and everything else. So uh, you know, it's just, you got, got to kind of shop around and be prepared, but um, that's the first step, you know, find a merchant, find a good payment processor. And so I end up making a lot of introductions for uh, people I meet and talk to. Amazing. And now switching to when you guys get a client, what's your process look like for creating a website for them? Yeah, we have a pretty extensive onboarding process and what we call our website blueprint, where the client has to fill out a series of forms to provide us all the information that we need to build um, the website of their dreams that's you know also functional and modern. So the onboarding process includes two phone calls with the client. Um, we have a portal for the client where those forms are located, and then um during the onboarding and, and the project we use Basecamp to communicate. Very nice. And um, some some agencies have problems with like clients approving content or filling out forms. Do you guys have any of those issues or, or not really? Well, I think our streamlined process has, has prevented those issues. I think when we first started, we didn't have um, quite the detailed onboarding process that we have now. And it, you know, clients would drag their feet. Um, mm. They get busy. Um, you know, we wait and wait and wait, and we weren't launching quickly um, for one reason or another. So we um, learned and developed the process that we use now to uh, eliminate those issues so that we can um, stick to the project schedule. Can you yeah. like unpack that process for me a little bit? Um, well, we have an onboarding and strategy call where we explain our process to them. Mm -hmm. It's a week process. If you're building a week, uh, you know, one week website, um, we start on Monday and finish and launch on Friday. So the first call is an onboarding call. We introduce them to the process. We introduce them to the portal. Um, we introduce them to Basecamp and we ask them to fill out these 
um, forms, depending on the specs of their projects is how many forms they may fill out more if there's e-commerce involved, for example, um, or um, if they have additional add-ons like a lead magnet or something. Um, so they have to fill out those forms. The second touch point is a follow-up call after they've had a chance to work on the forms where we can answer any questions that they may have, um, make sure that everything is good to go. The firms are complete so that we can start their project on the Monday of their design week. Um, like I said, um, Monday we start, Tuesday we show them the homepage. Um, Wednesday and Thursday we show them all the interior pages. We work on revisions throughout and Friday um, we optimize the site for search engines and we launch. And then we have a an ultimate website uh, launch checklist that we do for every site, you know, submitting them to the search engines, setting them up on search console, setting up analytics for them, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then um, we also train the client typically on that Friday, but depending on their schedule, usually within a week of their launch so that they um, can make text changes, photo changes, you know, easy things that they don't have to hire someone to do. So like Reagan said, um, they're empowered. Um, over their digital marketing and their web presence. Yeah, Love it. um, it's. I, I like to say we have a very <clears throat> well-oiled machine and a very specific process. A lot of the magic happens before we even get to the web design week or weeks, if you'd go with the custom site. And so um, we just take clients through that and I'm, we're always trying to improve it and learning from past um experiences but but we we stick to the process and so it's uh and it all starts with the first phone call too so amazing we, we follow the roadmap and um you know i think there's a lot of things that are rare there rarely do agencies train their clients after they launch the site it's usually one and done um and a lot of them just can't get it out with that speed and precision so that's that's impressive and what does your team look like? Obviously, designing and building websites is one thing. SEO is another. Typically, that takes a lot of uh, specialists to do. How? What's your team look like, and how do you fulfill work for clients? Is it you know you doing everything, or how does that work? We're a small team, um, three full time. Reagan handles sales and development, all the networking. Uh, she's the front of the business. I am the basically project manager, CEO, kind of overseeing operations. We have a senior web developer who is both talented um, on the back end of websites as well as front end design, which is rare to find. Um, she does, you know, 99% of our design work. Um, sometimes we do build Squarespace uh, websites that we may outsource um, to a couple designers that we work with. Um, but really it's the core three of us. Um, we also have 10 to 15 contractors. And again, all women um, who create content for us, whether that's for um, content for the website or for, you know, blogs and landing pages for our SEO service or copy for emails for email marketing service. So we have a number of um, content creators. That's a ton of contractors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have well, we get we have monthly SEO clients. So okay. our web uh, service is designed to be one and done. Um, like Reagan said, not holding them hostage. I come from the agency, you know, background as well, where um, the main source of revenue was recurring revenue. 
um, mm -hmm. by making clients pay a monthly fee, whether or not they needed help or not. Um, mm -hmm. And so I just decided to do things differently in that way to give clients more flexibility, especially in an industry like cannabis, where there's a lot of risk involved um, and, and they don't always have a large budget. So they can't afford a thousand dollars a month for website maintenance, mm. um, whether or not you lift a finger. So mm. um, that's where we're different, but we do have ongoing SEO and email marketing that we have a lot of contractors help us um, generate content for. And I'm <clears throat> assuming you bill monthly for that service, the SEO service. Yes. Well, um, quarterly. quarterly, quarterly. We used to nice. do monthly, but um, we decided to, again, provide more flexibility for the client. SEO doesn't work one month of SEO. What's that? Sure. Right. Um, you need really three months of SEO to make an impact, to create enough content, et cetera. But we didn't really want to lock people into beyond three months because mm -hmm. budgets change and and the the economy is changing and mm -hmm. um, lots, lots of factors. You know? Yeah. And the health of the industry is changing a lot right now. So um, and then, yeah, there's no long-term contracts for any of our services. Even our email marketing is per email and it just mm -hmm. varies on, do you need just help with editing and design, or do you want us to write it and design it? Or do you need some AB split testing, or do you just want us to build you a great template that's, um, that you can use over and over again, you know, yeah. whatever you need. We try to be flexible. And um, how many clients are, are do you work with at a given time? For for which service? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say we have you know a handful of monthly recurring clients that are SEO and email marketing. Um, many of them have been with us for years, um, just because we have a, a good rapport with them. Most of them, I think, all of them, we built their website. So they decided to continue working with us. As far as websites go, we can schedule one to two websites a week, um, depending on the complexity of the project, e-commerce or not. Do they want a lot of add-ons, et cetera? So um, we may build anywhere from you know three to eight websites a month. We also have three different website products we haven't really talked about, but in short, it's based on timeline. Um, yeah. Our one-week websites, our one-month websites, which are completely custom designed and typically have advanced functionality. We also have one-day websites. So you just need one page, maybe a landing page for funnel, um, some like a starter website as you develop your MVP, et cetera. So we have, you know, websites in a day as well. So depending on, you know, the availability of that week, we could build anywhere from like one to four websites in a week. Yeah, we there's one other product too, but that doesn't really involve us. It's more hands off, and uh, you can buy one of our um, house design templates, and it comes with support and um, access to our video tutorial library that walks you through customizing it for yourself. Wow. So yeah, a lot of different packages on the sales side. That's yeah, it's interesting. Um, and. Switching a little to the sales and marketing, how how are you guys acquiring clients? Um, I since we started five and a half years ago, it's pretty much exclusively been through word of mouth and referrals, and then trade shows. And now it's 
a lot of the same, um, but I do a lot of networking. So LinkedIn and um, just, you know, talking to people, making the right introductions and then getting introduced to the to the right people. So a lot of hustle and referrals and word of mouth. Amazing. Um, I think that's most of my questions. You guys have anything else you want to share with, with the audience? Well, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we, we talked about our, well, I did talked about our well-oiled machine, but really when we started this, um, it was, you know, we knew that we wanted to build fast websites and not hold them hostage and be affordable um, because not everybody has deep pockets and $20,000 for a website or mm -hmm. six months to spend on it. Mm -hmm. um, but all three of us had other jobs when we started this. This was our second mm -hmm. job. And so, you know, we started slow and got a lot of experience in our belt and then evolved and kept adding processes and, um, and services and features. And so it was, you know, it's been five and a half years in the making to get where we are. Um, and I, I, I don't think that that will change. I think that, um, you know, we're always looking back and seeing how we can improve our process, customer service, the client's experience and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we're a remote team. So um, I would say that keeping our expenses low, running very lean, um, allowing us to pivot during COVID um, it hit everybody hard at first, but um, the industry that we're in, I think that we were lucky um, to be able to help people get online quickly um, as as we realized the shutdown was going to last longer than a month. A lot of businesses had to pivot to online sales, whether it was you know, e-commerce, scheduling appointments, whatnot. And so um, we were able to serve a lot of uh, people during that time, helping them get online very quickly when they didn't have time to waste. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, well, thank you both so much for this and really excited for this podcast to come out and share it with people. And thanks again. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.